0: Hello everyone and welcome to Gospel Jews. In this session, we come together for a time of refreshing from the presence of the Lord by reading and praying through books that present to us the complete gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please join us every Tuesday and Friday from 10 a.m. to 1025 a.m. UK time. The gospel is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. As we read and pray through today, may we receive grace to enter into all that Christ purchased for us on the cross of Calvary. Hello, my name is Mokpei. And it's great to have you on Gospel to Use today. The book we're reading and praying through is called The Mystery of the Gospel, God's Deepest Secrets Revealed by Sisters Online Laboring for His Appearing. Romans 1, 16-17 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Lord, we say thank you to you for your mercy over our lives. We thank you for giving us this opportunity again to look into your word. We thank you because it's your desire for the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the deepest secrets of God, to be revealed in us we thank you, Lord Jesus, and we ask that you would open the heavens over each one of us as we read and pray through this book. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please come along with me to chapter two, which is titled The Beginning of In the last broadcast, we read the first section of chapter 2, which states that the beginning of every building is its foundation, and that a building with a weak foundation is in danger of collapse. We meditated on Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, which led us to pray to have a true knowledge of God who began the beginning, so that we can have a solid base for our life in Christ. Let us now go to the next section to see the man that God made and all that he provided for him. The title of this section is, The First Foundation, The Old Creation. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 says, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 to 28 says, Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And now continue to read the book. This is the genesis of man, the foundation of man. The intention of God was for the earth to be a replica of heaven, and everything God did was good. God took responsibility for the man that he made. He provided everything that he would need. God provided him with his own kind of life and a place to live. God planted him a garden and provided him with food and drink free of charge. God also provided him with wealth, resources, precious stones, and ornaments. God gave the man responsibility with authority and dominion over all. He engaged the man and made sure all the animals were subject to him. God endowed him with wisdom, knowledge, and insight that enabled him to give names to every animal without duplication. Adam was made to be on top of everything that God created. Freedom of choice is the very nature of God. Since God wanted to make man in his image, he gave man freedom of choice. Man was not a robot. God also provided him with a companion, a helpmate, a wife... Who Adam called woman. God was mindful of everything concerning the man. He did not create him to use him to name the animals and then leave him lonely. God made man a complete human being. The glory of God covered both him and his wife as their own clothing. They were both naked and were not ashamed because the glory of God covered them. Wonderful creation. No wonder God looked at everything he had created and saw that it was very good. What a great plan God had for man. Looking back at the old creation creates a feeling of nostalgia as one cannot help but wonder what life in the garden was like. However, we thank God that it will come to us again. Everything Adam lost will be regained and much more by the brand new man recreated in Christ Jesus. Let us stop here to reflect on what we have just read and also to pray. When God said, let there be light, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, he was responding to the darkness that was responsible for the earth being without form and void. God was calling forth a life, and this life is light. And it was under the canopy of this life light that he made man and all the things that he endowed man with. This life light was his son, Jesus Christ, who had all the attributes of God. John chapter 1 from verse 2 to verse 4 says that his son, Jesus Christ, was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is because God's lasting solution for spiritual darkness is light. And where there is spiritual darkness, there is chaos, there is deceit, There's confusion and all forms of disorder. The disorder may or may not be apparent on the outside, but it's surely on the inside. Jeremiah 17 verse 9 tells us, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? This is the state of every natural man on earth. We need the life light of Christ in us. We need to believe the gospel. John chapter 20 verse 31 says, But these things were written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Let us now go to God in prayer. Have you ever wondered why your life is not dispelling the darkness that happily exists around you? The man that God made lived and did everything under the canopy of God's light. Let us ask the Lord to give us revelation knowledge that this new life that God is calling us into is completely different from the old life. The new life is one that carries the life light within and darkness cannot overpower it. This is the kind of life God is calling us into. Present your life before God and say to him, Here I am, Lord. As I open my heart to the truth of your word, please transform my life. Cause your light to shine in me and through me into every situation of my life. Please undertake for me. Let there be light in my life and in my home. Let there be light in my community and in my nation. Let this true light, which is the light of men, be the light of my life. And let it shine brightly to put a stop to the overwhelming darkness around me. Give me a life that stops darkness from operating and make it clear to me that darkness will overrun everything I do if I'm doing it outside the canopy of God's light. In Jesus' name, amen. God is raising a new specimen of men on earth that will be bearers of this life light and can live among men, shining the light of Christ and helping others to be delivered from the life of darkness. Our prayer is that the Lord will count us to be among the bearers of his lifelight in our generation. We can also see from what we read that God was mindful of everything concerning the man that he made. Everything was provided for him to enjoy and to rule over. Since we know that God does not change, we know that he's also mindful of everything concerning each one of us. He wants us to come into this same glory and abundance. It was therefore necessary for him to visit us in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 8 verse 4 says, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? We need God to give us distaste for our old natural life, so that we'll begin to hunger for the reality of God's visitation. As Jesus was getting to Jerusalem in Luke chapter 19 from verse 43, he began to weep over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you and close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Let's go to God in prayer and say to him, Lord, I thank you for showing me the genesis of man and all that you provided for the man that you made. I'm grateful that you're so mindful of us that you visit us. Help me to see the greatness of the salvation that you came to give us. Please, Lord, don't let me miss this opportunity of your divine visitation even now. Deliver me from every distraction and give me a heart that is settled so that I'll begin to know the things that make for my peace. In Jesus' name, amen. From what we read, we can also see that there was a clear objective in God's mind when he created the heavens and the earth. And just as the heavens and the earth were not created by accident, we also were not created by accident. When God created Adam and Eve, he had a clear objective in mind and he put them on top of everything on earth. He told them to be fruitful and to multiply, to fill the earth and subdue it and to have dominion. God's original objective for man hasn't changed and we see this clearly in Romans chapter 8 verses 28 to 30. In the living bible it reads, and we know that all that happens to us is working for our good if we love God and are fitting into his plans. For from the very beginning God decided that those who came to him, and all along he knew who would, should become like his son, so that his son would be the first with many brothers. And having chosen us, he called us to come to him. And when we came, He declared us not guilty, filled us with Christ's goodness, gave us right standing with himself and promised us his glory. God's plan for us is clear. God has chosen us and called us to become like his son. He wants us to be in his image and to come into his glory. What God has for us is so awesome, so dynamic, so life changing, so wonderful. And it's all been packed for us in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And God decided it would be so right from the very beginning. And it's no surprise to him that we're now here on this gospel news broadcast, seeking to fit into his plans for our lives. Lord, we want to say thank you for showing us in clear terms what your plan is concerning us. And it's overwhelming to know that you've been leading us into this realization all the while. Thank you for choosing us and for calling us to come. Lord, we pray that you'll help us to see the greatness of the salvation that you're calling us into, so that we won't treat it lightly. It's our desire to be declared not guilty, to be filled with Christ's goodness, to be in right standing with you, and to be a partaker of your glorious divine life. Please let it be so for us. Grant that we will indeed become like your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that, Lord, we will contribute to your purpose on earth. Grant that we will take on board your original commission to man to be fruitful and multiply your kind of life on earth with your divine power at work in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We now want to begin to see what happened as we move from Genesis chapter 2 to Genesis chapter 3. I will now continue to read. The tone of Genesis chapter 3 is different from that of Genesis chapter 2. Can you see the serious interruption? Unfortunately, man connived with the devil against his maker. As a result of this interruption, the beautiful foundation that God gave man became infested by sin and its nature changed. From then on up until today, man has been building on this faulty, sinful foundation that is compromised. Try as they did, seemingly righteous men could not do anything to bring things back to normal. Psalm 11 verse 3 says, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Even righteous God did not overlook this faulty foundation. He didn't say, since I'm God, I'll find a way out to build on it. No, no. The old creation had to be destroyed to give way for the new creation at God's expense. Man sinned, God paid. What a price. This necessitated the restating of the mystery of the gospel. God needs us to see that a man cannot continue to build his life on the old creation and expect to please God and make it to heaven. It's as blunt and as sharp as that. Let us now take this to the Lord in prayer. God needs us to see that the natural man naturally builds on a faulty foundation infested by sin because of what happened in Genesis chapter 3. For this reason, man cannot please God, no matter how well-educated or affluent, no matter how gifted he is. And this is why we need the mystery of the gospel to be restated to us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14, The Word of God says that but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Let us ask the Lord to open our eyes to see this serious interruption that caused the beautiful foundation that God gave man to become infested by sin. We want to see this serious interruption. We want to see what God is saying that the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. Let's pray to the Lord and say to him, Lord, I thank you for your word that tells me that when I ask believing, I will receive. Please open my eyes to see this sin infestation that happened. Open my eyes to understand that I can't continue to build my life on this foundation if I want to please you and make it to heaven. You said in your word that if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? I can't do anything except you have mercy on me. Please help me to run to you for help. Prepare my heart, O Lord, to receive the mystery of the gospel so that I can be restored to the foundation of God and be connected to the Spirit of God. Look upon me, O Lord, and be merciful unto me as you do to those who fear your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's also ask the Lord to remove those things that clog up our lives, preventing us from sitting down with the Word and allowing it to permeate our lives. This is our prayer. Lord, Please remove all the things that plug up my life, preventing me from sitting down to think properly. Pin me down so that you can brood on my life. Tie me down like the donkey you rode into Jerusalem. I don't want to be flighty. Don't let me ever put aside your word to run after empty signs and wonders. Open my eyes, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. It's our prayer that the Lord will open our eyes to see the wonderful plan that he has for each one of us and to let us begin to yearn for the reality of Christ in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. joining us on Gospel Dews today. Please join us every Tuesday and Friday from 10 a.m. to 1025 a.m. UK time. If you would like to contact us, please send an email to mysteryofthegospel1 at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless you.